0: Chapter 1 of My Reminiscences This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. My Reminiscences by Rabindranath Tagore. Translator's Preface These reminiscences were written and published by the author in his 50th year shortly before he started on a trip to europe and america for his failing health in 1912 it was in the course of this trip that he wrote for the first time in the english language for publication in these memory pictures so lightly even casually presented by the author there is nevertheless revealed a connected history of his inner life together with that of the varying literary forms in which is growing self-found successive expression up to the point at which both the soul and poetry attained maturity the lightness of the manner and importance of matter form a combination the translation of which into a different language is naturally a matter of considerable difficulty it was in any case a task which the present translator not being an original writer in english language would hardly have ventured to undertake had there not been other considerations the translator's familiarity however with the persons scenes and events herein depicted made it a temptation difficult for him to resist as well as a responsibility which he did not care to leave to others not possessing these advantages and therefore more liable to miss a point or give a wrong impression the translator moreover had the author's permission and advice to make a free translation a portion of which was completed and approved by the latter before he left india on his recent tour to japan and america in regard to the nature of the freedom taken for the purposes of the translation it may be mentioned that those suggestions which might not have been as clear to the foreign as the bengali reader have been brought out in a slightly more elaborate manner than in the original text while again in rare cases others which depend on allusions entirely unfamiliar to the non-indian reader have been omitted rather than spoil by an over elaboration the simplicity and naturalness which is the great feature of the original there are no footnotes in the original all the footnotes here given have been added by the translator in the hope that he may be of further assistance to the foreign reader chapter i i know not who paints the pictures on the memory's canvas but whoever he may be what he is painting are pictures by which i mean that he is not there with a brush simply to make a faithful copy of all that is happening he takes in and leaves out according to his taste he makes many a big thing small and small thing big he has no compunction in putting into the background that which was to the fore or bringing to the front that which was behind in short he is painting pictures and not writing history thus over life's outward aspect passes the series of events and within is being painted a set of pictures the two correspond but are not one we do not get the leisure to view thoroughly this studio within us portions of it now and then catch our eye but the greater part remains out of sight in the darkness why the ever busy painter is painting when he will have done for what gallery his pictures are destined who can tell some years ago on being questioned as to the events of my past life i had occasion to pry into this picture chamber i had thought to be content with selecting some few materials for my life's story i then discovered as i opened the door that life's memories are not life's history but the original work of an unseen artist the variegated colours scattered about are not reflections of outside lights but belong to the painter himself uncompassion tinged from his heart thereby unfitting the record on the canvas for use as evidence in a court of law but though the attempt to gather precise history from memory's storehouse may be fruitless there is a fascination in looking over the pictures a fascination which cast its spell on me the road over which we journey the wayside shelter in which we pause, are not pictures while yet we travel they are too necessary too obvious when however before turning into the evening rest-house we look back upon the cities fields rivers and hills which we have been through in life's morning then in the light of the passing day are they pictures indeed thus when my opportunity came did i look back and was engrossed was this interest aroused within me solely by natural affection for my own past some personal feeling of course there must have been but the pictures had also an independent artistic value of their own there is no event in my reminiscences worthy of being preserved for all time but the quality of the subject Is not the only justification for a record. What one has truly felt, if only it can be made sensible to others, is always of importance to one's fellow men. If pictures which have taken shape into memory can be brought out in words, they are worth a place in literature. It is as literary material that I offer my memory pictures. To take them as an attempt at autobiography would be a mistake. In such a view, these reminiscences would appear useless as well as incomplete. End of chapter one. Read by Lambda.